0: Today with Claire Byrne on RTÉ Radio 1 with Allcare Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at Allcare Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTÉ Radio 1. Tickets for this year's Eurovision Song Contest in Liverpool are going on sale in just a few minutes' time. Huge demand is expected for the nine events which will take place at the Liverpool Arena in May. With more on this, I'm joined on the line by TV critic and broadcaster Scott Bryan. Good morning, Scott.
1: Good morning. I've never had so many tabs open on my computer currently in front of me as right now.
0: Because you're <laughs> going to be <laughs> You're going to be right in there in six minutes for the tickets, are you?
1: Yes, I mean, there's even a countdown just to, to make the anxiety <laughs> high. I mean, that's, the interesting thing is that, of course, there's the grand final, which is due to have uh, an audience of about 160, 180 uh, million viewers. Of course, one of the, of the biggest uh, TV spectacles there can be. But there's also going to be many events throughout the week on the two semifinals, on the Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's rehearsals throughout the week. So there's actually nine events that you can go and get tickets for. So... Um, mm-hmm trying so far to see whether I can get tickets for the big ones as well as the other ones as well.
0: So the people who don't manage to get tickets for the final, if they get tickets to the other events, are they promised a a bit of a spectacle at those ones too, Scott?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's because the BBC needs the opportunity to rehearse um, it's also good for the performers as well because they have to get used to performing in front of a, loud, a large stadium audience for the Saturday. Um, but there's also for jury shows. I mean, these are when uh, delegations from every participating country goes and shares their votes uh, and makes a decision. So so that that's actually separate from the main um, final TV event that we see on the, the, the Saturday night. So there's actually uh, nine events in all. And I think it's also the fact that the M&S Stadium in Liverpool, which will be hosting the event, has got the capacity of about 10,000 people. Which, which sounds quite a lot, but it's not the biggest of stadiums. So mm-hmm. the fact that um, it's able to be spread across the whole week, I think, would mean that there's there's a bit more opportunity for fans to actually go and see their fav- favourite um, countries participating. And
0: if anyone listening to us here is interested in, in heading over to Liverpool, they've got to go through Ticketmaster UK to buy the tickets. Is that right?
1: Yes, so ticketmaster.co.uk, they recommend uh, if you've got four minutes to go to have a profile set up in advance that you can use easily, effortlessly um, uh, go in and purchase one. I mean, like, I think it's the demand's going to be big. There's, there's no way around it. Normally, um, uh, it sells out within minutes any other year. I think the fact that it's in the UK, the fact that there's been all of this extra media attention, the fact that the UK hasn't hosted it in 25 years, I mean, I think the demand is going to be considerable but I think it's also worth reminding that at the end of the day it, the atmosphere in the room would be amazing but it's a TV spectacle it is made for the TV uh, with all of the camera angles in there so you don't really miss anything so so if you're not able to go and get a, a ticket I wouldn't say it's the end of the world
0: Absolutely and people have Eurovision parties and have a great time uh, sitting on their own sofas at home. Questions being asked too Scott about the prices of the tickets I mean some of them mm. start for the preview shows at £30 sterling but they yeah. go all the way up don't they to what they
1: go all the way up to the semi-finals starting at 90 pounds sterling um going up to 160 pounds sterling um even up to 300 pounds i mean this is a thing you can think of that oh it's a bit it's steep um and it is don't get me wrong especially during the cost of living crisis but i don't think this is a way to make them uh, to make the organisers make a lot of money i mean this is the, the thing the bbc is having to pay at least 8 million million, possibly up to 17 million out of their own money um, just to put the production on, uh, the government's put forward. Uh, the UK government's put forward 10 billion. Uh, the local uh, Liverpool City Council has put forward um, some money too. And I think there will be still. A shortfall. Of course, Liverpool will be having a massive boon to tourism, uh, accommodation, of course, is astronomical in terms of price anyway, as is, and all of the people coming to that area. But I don't think this is really made for profit. I think it's just the sheer scale and size of putting on an event in the first place. This is just going to try to recoup some of the money back.
0: So the BBC is putting this on TV and radio coverage, but then they also, two weeks later, have the King's coronation to look forward to. So very busy time for the broadcaster.
1: it's actually closer i mean it's it's the week after so so it's going to be the coronation on the saturday um then there's going to be um, the uh, special event on the sunday a bit similar to the platinum jubilee celebrations um, for the queen that was um, last summer um, and then two days later it's going to be the first semi final uh, taking place in liverpool um two semi finals and so then there's going to be the final and uh, i mean the scale of this this is the biggest event that the BBC, two biggest events the BBC, would ever have to air. And eight months ago, they didn't know that they would be holding either. Mm -hmm. Of course, a considerable opportunity, also a considerable kind of cost to it too.
0: And who's representing the UK for the Eurovision? You don't know yet, do you?
1: Don't know. Oh. So we would have to find out by next week. I think there's there's a, um, a firm date, normally the middle of March, when the EBU, the European Broadcasting Union, wants everyone to finalise and confirm their entry. Um, in the UK, of course, we have had it before in which it's been decided by the public. But it's actually going to be done by a record company um, and the BBC them, themselves. So I would expect no confirmation, maybe Wednesday,
0: maybe Thursday. Scott, you've got forty seven seconds before those tickets get on sale. (laughs) So I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna let you go because I know you're poised and ready there like a tightly coiled spring. Thank you so much for taking the time. I hope Cheers, you get them. Do much. let us know how you get on. That's Scott I Bryan will, there. I will, absolutely. <laughs> Getting ready to buy his tickets for Eurovision 2023. That's all we have time for. A reminder that you can listen back to this item and all our shows on the RT radio app or you'll find us at rte.ie forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Today's programme was produced by Barbara Feeney, researched by Emma Cauley. our broadcast coordinator was Jarleth Holland and Damien Chanel was on sound. Now it's over to Louise.